Plantation Volume 52. Thank you to everyone who's been rocking with us for the whole year. We are nearly halfway through the year. It's the month of June and I am your host, Harry Tubman, leading you all to freedom. We also have with us... It's your boy Tunde. That's TFTP underscore Tunde, T-U-N-D-E on Instagram and Twitter. And we also have... It's your girl Nezi, Nezi5872, hashtag B, at Twitter. <laughs> at Twitter, yeah. Okay, auntie, <laughs> auntie troll. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks guys for, for, for tuning in. Quickly, before we get into any topics, um, I, so I'm not really like a, a superhero kind of person. Like I'm not, I'm not really into like Marvel or DC or any of that stuff, but oh, I watched it last night. Spider Man, that was really good. I thought it was sick. Like okay, it's, I also didn't even Spider-Man know it was an anime isn't film. Marvel, is it? Spider-Man it, it is. is. No, no, this one is. <laughs> Spider Man Marvel. Is. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I swear, I swear, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how all these universes work, right? I know this one was Marvel because I had a big science okay. in Marvel in it. Oh no, sorry, Spider-Man is Marvel, sorry. Spider-Man is a Marvel property, however, the movie rights to um, Spider-Man belongs to Sony. Quick short history of this. There was a time when Marvel Comics basically was about to go, well, Marvel Studios was about to go bust. And so to make sure they didn't, they tried to sell off some of their properties because they just couldn't see them making any money. Um, so they sold Spider-Man to Sony. They sold the X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four, all of that stuff to Fox. They sold the Hulk to uh, Universal. Uh, and it's wild because Sony was given the option to buy all of them. And they were like, no, nah, I'm good. Just want Spider-Man. Um, and then Marvel kind of picked it up when, when Feige took over as the head of, of Marvel Studios, turned it into the MCU, rebought Disney bought Marvel, then bought Fox. So they got their X-Men and their uh Fantastic Four back. And Spider-Man's the only one well, and the Hulk. The Hulk's that's the reason why we've not had another Hulk movie. Uh but yeah, Spider-Man and the Hulk are the only ones that are currently not under ownership of Marvel. But they license it out so they collaborate on stories now. Okay, so you lost me like literally. So my, ed- but... <laughs> so my edit notes are going to be to put hold music through that Wikipedia article that Tunde just took. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I don't know what Tunde said, but it sounds very knowledgeable. I'm sorry, but I'm happy for you. I'm sad. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it in. I'll put it in, uh, put it in the, the language for you, man. Yeah. Uh, so boom. Basically, Marvel's got bare characters, yeah? But it doesn't own all of them. Sony owns Spider-Man now. So that's why Spider-Man is still a Sony no, thing. No, the accent so wasn't the problem. It nah, was that's the problem. T- that's clearly the, the problem. Because what you people heard, <laughs> you people heard was a well-spoken black man making things very clear. And you no. said, no, couldn't possibly understand. I didn't know, but you know yeah. what? Does I that sound like me, today? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so aside from that weird nerd out, I loved the new Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. You guys check it out. Like, I didn't even know there was a black Spider-Man or that was even a thing. So it was cool. Um, 
like that the the animation and everything was just so on point like yeah i'm i'm a big i'm i'm a big fan of at least that movie i haven't really like one of my friends is trying to get me into like some of the marvel stuff so i started with captain america and then whatever but i just find these things are so like but i mean it doesn't it doesn't really matter like it's propaganda i mean you know it's like the whole america's great we need people to defend against i don't know all of that but it's still it's still sick though like it was still really good so it's in the same way that I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine and this new season when they like, you know, decided to go all, um, I don't want to say the word, it begins with W, but all of that on us. Wookie. Yeah, and tried to be like, Wookie. oh. No, but, <laughs> but it's like this whole thing about like the police and the police is so bad and I'm leaving the police force because it's just detrimental. And I'm like, bro, I've known this for like eight seasons. I just wanted you to just do the cop thing. It's funny and I enjoy the show. Like, you don't need to do all that. Ugh. Anyway, it's fine. Um, but all that to say that Spider-Man was really good. We we're actually gonna go see the little mermaid potentially, but at the last minute I thought I couldn't stomach it, even though I wanted to support Halle. Um did you have you Why? guys seen Spider-Man? Huh? Why what? Why why couldn't you stomach it? Uh, I don't know, I just I just don't think it's my You are just tired of the replacement. Of red-headed <laughs> representation, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got so mad that the you know they just replaced the white mermaid with a no, no, no. It's just I just didn't think. No, it's I'd just the it. hair color. Please the, don't I didn't know bring if I, out I didn't the race card. I didn't even know. I didn't know if I'd enjoy it, but who knows? In it, if anyone's seen Little Mermaid, feel free to enlighten me on why that's uh, a good use of my time. But anywho, moving on uh, from that. Speaking of um, black folk in uh, random spaces, Mizzy, I don't know if you guys have um, seen this <laughs> little nig knock. <laughs> I, I don't know what. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just for uh, clarification, we don't condone. this is this is absolutely the problem with us watching all this talk tv like no i swear to god honestly it's warping my mind no no you guys know know, i'm joking but if you don't know who mizzy is um mizzy is a show is a social media uh personality who runs around doing like so you guys probably know all of this the weird prank stuff that people do these annoying things like these white kids will go into the hood and be like uh bro like i want to fight you and then the black guy will be like what were you saying they be like no i just meant this is that stupid stuff it's a prank there's a camera right there why did you punch me um so that kind of stuff. but he so this mizzy guy just goes up and does stupid things like i think he went up to like a jewish guy and I can't remember what he did, but it was something. He he leapfrogged over the Jewish guy. Uh, He went up to random people on the street uh, and asked them if they want to die. Yeah, that was it. Stole an old lady's dog. And most recently, and the one that got him the most. Well, actually, no, not most recently. The one that got him the notoriety was walking into people's houses when the doors were open and filming himself doing that. The most recent one was after his injunction, an arrest, uh, filming himself 
I don't know if it's breaking in, but going into like the driver's cabin um, of a train and and doing all sorts on it. It's weird. Yeah, um, and it's just like I think people have kind of unanimously condemned his nonsense pranks. Um, in a, in a sense, it brought everyone together, but of okay. course. Um, you know, white people and had to do too much. His intention, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the clips that we heard, it was it was actually a lot deeper than just him doing some some pranks, and it was all a forethought. It was a, a giant it, ruse. It was a giant ruse which was planned um, by Mizzy, which I I, I ain't going to put past him to be honest. I'm not saying I obviously it's pr- almost certainly not the case. Not that he's not smart enough, but he was just being a little idiot, really. And now he's got pulled up on it by the entirety. He thought he was funny. And now enough people are like, that's terrible. But I think the, uh, the stupid thing that's happened now is that he now gets, he's now been put on a bunch of shows and interviewed. And now, you know, instead of on random topics that he's not even, why would you ask him to go and speak about that topic? No, the but they do pe- that all the time with the black community. They take the absolute pity. Like remember when Barack Obama was um, elected and they pulled up, Baroness Amos and Dizzy Rascal, and it was just like <laughs> that's one of the, that is one of the, the actual, like honestly, I felt so bad for Baroness Amos because I was like this dignified like black woman who has been pulled up on TV to talk about the election of the first black president, and Dizzy Rascal, Dizzy Rascal is like her counterpart, like, and it's not because Dizzy Rascal isn't intelligent, so it's not even a thing like it couldn't be a rapper because Dizzy Rascal is an intelligent person. Clearly, it's just not his field of expertise. He's never spoken in public about anything. Said, that. Actually, what he said, I remember what he said. Actually, he said, "I, be- I don't believe in po- no." He said, "I believe in politicians in the sense that I believe they exist, but I don't believe in them." And that was actually very deep. <laughs> but <laughs> the point was, the BBC should not have. That was just coincidence in the sense that we were lucky that Dizzy Rascal was smart enough that he didn't make himself look like a complete idiot. But they could have not picked Dizzy Rascal. They would have just picked any rapper they basically were just like any rapper who's popular right now and we just happened to be fortunate enough that dizzy rascal wasn't an idiot but it could have equally been i don't i'm not going to insult any random rapper that i don't know that well but it could have equally Lil been pump whoever that is i don't know i've never heard of that person it could be anybody they could have picked somebody completely random and ridiculous and they do it all the time with black people um and i feel like really we need to start saying like if you're the other person in the interview, you need to just be like, I'm not coming. Like I'm not, I'm not going. And I think people say yes because they feel like they need to, there needs to be one, there needs to be a sensible person to counteract the potential nonsense. But I feel like it makes it worse because it makes it look like <laughs> this is a normal representation for a community, and it's not. Like they don't ask random Asian, I don't know, musicians to like comment on issues of the Asian community. Like they just don't do that. Yep. So I'm going to push back against that last bit. Um, I don't care what other communities do, really. It's, it's not really anything to do with that for me, per se. It's more like I'm not really fussed about what other people think about the black community. It's more just like if we have a chance to have our voice heard, we want it to be people that can articulate what it is that like that the majority of us would like to get across 
I guess. No, I'm not saying and that. I, I'm not fussed what other people think about us. I'm just saying they wouldn't treat other communities with the disrespect that they treat. Oh yeah. No, oh no no. And I don't care whether it's not a thing of what they think. It's more just like if you're gonna if you're going to do that for everybody, then fine. But it's like you don't get random. I don't know British musicians like white British musicians musicians to comment on politics. No one's asking like I don't know Harry Styles his random opinion on I don't know Keir Starmer's plan for the NHS or whatever. <laughs> it's just like why would you do that? Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, so for those of people who don't couple, know, just quickly, couple. just to mention, he he was on Newsnight and he was on. So they invited him on Newsnight to talk about Andrew Tate. Then they invited him on talk tv which is just some right-wing nonsense channel Sorry, okay to be fair that's more topical for like him to talk about andrew tate i feel like uh, i don't, I don't that think that's got really uh, still it's it's tenuous but anyway go on today so this is this is how i clearly discover that i have less of a life than both of you because i don't i don't actually think his uh, appearances on in either of those examples that you gave were tenuous so the logic of him being on the andrew tate um question time uh episode was because he said that andrew tate had reached out to him to ask him to consider what he was doing and the impact it was having so he had mentioned andrew tate and so there was a link to it worthwhile maybe um, but enough of a link that you can go, okay, this is why he's there. The talk TV ones, um, and this is kind of where I wanted to push back on the idea that he's being brought on. I, I think it is different than him being, than Dizzy Rascal being brought on to talk about Obama because he's being brought on to talk about himself. And yeah, yeah this, this is, is where not, gonna, this one's not as bad, I guess. Yeah. And this this is where I'll I'll play a link, right? Because I I was with you, like I was in the same spot. I'm like, he's just a menace. He's a terror. Not even youth clubs could save him. Like that kind of energy. Um, no, I don't feel and, like. I think he's actually very intelligent. And I think, yeah, as in what he said on the thingy magic, I think was actually really smart. And if he continues in this vein, then fine. But that doesn't change so, for me that the motives of the people who are asking him are still what. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So. The people, the people bringing him on, very need to do a bit of self assessment and like internal review. They won't because that's not how money is made. Um, but yeah, let me let me play. I can't even remember how long this is, but I'll play just a little start of the clip of uh, him on Talk TV on Saturday. Um, and it's the first time I think I've seen a video of him that made me stop and go. I actually don't disagree with you. So let's see how well this works. Because I have a message What's to the whole world. So you see you guys right now using a script in it. You're basically working nope. at the end of the day. No, no script. No, it's not a script. No, no. no I have a script here. Oh, yeah. Have a script. My man with a script. My actor at the end of the day. So My actor with a script. Okay. And I have something I want to say. Perfect. This is a message to everyone. And to get where I am right now to spread this message, I needed to do things in a different way. In a way a lot of people wouldn't agree on. I have remorse and I know when to take accountability for my actions in my personal life, when I'm Bukhari, not when I'm showing you Mizzy on the internet. 
I don't condone what I do, nor do I tell anyone to repeat any of my actions. People need to understand and learn to detach social media from real life. And social media is just one big game. And Mizzy, this online persona I created, is literally social proof that society is weak and that the public is manipulated by media and swayed away from the truth so easily. Attention is seen as the purest form of generosity. And Mizzy is exactly what is wrong with this new online modern day society. You're all capitalizing on Mizzy right now. This interview literally has Mizzy on the headlines, bro. And you're making money over my appeal to the public, whether it's good or bad. Think about it. The only reason I've been making news and headlines for so long is because I'm young, black, and doing something different. And the major mainstream media think they can use me as an example, put me on TV so I can make a fool out of myself and appeal to this stereotype. It's a simple distraction technique used by the mainstream media to divert attention from the real problems in this country. If I wasn't the TikTok terror or done what I needed to do, would I be on this show right now or even on Perez Morgan? It's all propaganda at the end of the day. All these online personalities have had their own fair share of controversies. Worse than mine even, I still have a platform, and that's because we give it to them with any type of attention. I'm just a team from these rough areas. As journalists, it's your job to be highlighting the misery of people in this country and figuring out what their causes are instead of bringing some TikToker that makes silly pranks onto your show for views and ratings. It's all about painting a picture in your mind. Mainstream media have been doing it for years, and they they get their pain they get their paycheck by writing numerous articles posting controversial videos and twisting stories to change the audience's narrative so, so i think he's i feel like he's kind of cheeky for saying i can't lie he's cheek he's some of what he's saying is right but he's cheeky for saying it why, why like, cheeky he's cheeky because i'm like bro you you literally traded on this currency like you traded on the outrage for clicks thing to get to where you are like you got invited on those shows but you never had to go like you decided to which is cool but i'm just saying like he is smart enough to know that what he was doing was was well out of order and completely wrong so he can't just be mad at the mainstream media he also has to be like so but what in, he said is right but i'm like you the way he, the way he did it was controversial right but in terms of the the definition of a social experiment this is probably the closest to one because there's actual it's weird like it feels like there is actual hypothesis method um to i listen listen i don't agree with the method i don't think you could say it's not it's not accurate according to what he's saying no whether he believes it or not we can't i can't tell no what i right and that's the same none of us will ever know i am like 95 percent sure he's just chatting rubbish like, not that the whole speech was rubbish, but the fact that it was all a social experiment and Mizzy was what's wrong with his society and he was just trying to prove a point. I think that's bollocks. And also, you don't, like, you don't need to, like, I don't know, assault Jews in the street or whatever and run up in people's yards when they've got kids in there to do a social experiment. Is that really... What, what, was, what did this prove that we didn't know already? It's not like he's he's doing a social experiment that society has massively benefited benefited from, bro. I, I knew no, all this already. Who yeah, did it? We, you know what we did, but the audiences that he's come like the getting onto like Piers Morgan and Talk TV, and being able to go look word for word, bar for bar. I am gonna call out what you're doing to your face in the audience at the time, right? And it's not about it's not about oh no, you're, 
I'm trying to think of the comparison, right? I'm thinking of the conversations around the coronation where Piers Morgan brought on someone who just had a completely opposite perspective to him or when he brought on Marina Perkis and all of these people. And they were just coming from a standpoint of, I am right and you are wrong. And it was just that pure division that makes for great TV, but no actual discussion. Right. I... I, again, I don't agree with the methods. I don't necessarily think that it was completely wrong. Though. What don't you think was wrong, particularly? Like, I think he's right that the character of Mizzy had to be significantly, significantly bad in order to get the level of attention it would need to be able to have a message like this land effectively and i think it's understanding how social media works understanding how the game would need to work in order for him to get a level of notoriety like andrew tate's um kevin samuels they don't they don't get attention by being a little bit bad they don't get attention by kind of being borderline unacceptable notoriety comes from being like extreme yeah but and being able to, but being able to highlight that the the it to it takes the extreme behaviors to get the attention but once you do everyone pretends like morally they are against it everyone oh i say everyone when it comes to the media's um messaging and presentation of it they pretend they are so strongly against it and how much they hate it and yet like you've pointed out everyone from talk tv good morning britain um question time have tripped and stumbled over themselves to give this person who they think they say is unacceptable more airtime more space and and if it wasn't it if it wasn't a act right they have still done more to continue platforming to raise that notoriety and I think that's a that's a good opportunity for inflection, self-reflection. Yeah, so I, I disagree in a couple places. One being, I think to a certain degree, as much as I have as m- so much time for people who trash the media, I think the media to a certain extent reflects society. Like if society didn't want this, they wouldn't give it to us because we we wouldn't click and they wouldn't get no money. It works both ways. Like, it's not just one way. It's not like, oh, the media shoved it, like, media put this in front of us. We could choose to be like, no, nah, I don't care about that. And they'd stop. But we have decided as a society that these are, we also like controversy. Look at Twitter. Like, people love control. Like, people acting like the media is the only thing generating controversy. Like, we also like controversy. Reality TV literally is because we love like to be in a people's business and be into controversy. So that's the first thing. The second thing is if it was a true social experiment and he wasn't, he was actually a calm guy, what he would have done is got permission from all these people and staged these pranks. You wouldn't do, bro, you're not going to just assault a Jew. You're not going to assault, like assault a Jew and like flipping run into someone's house. Like if you were really like trying to do a social experiment, just stage it. And you could be like, yeah, everyone was in on it. This is why I did it. If you're really trying to catch them, but at this point it just looks now obvious. It's just obvious that you're like backtracking and being like, ah, like because my my thing is, I'm not saying what he said isn't right, but I'm saying you have to take accountability of like 
you've just done a bunch of mad stuff. You didn't have to do this to make a point that we already knew. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we, I think we all kind of agree. I don't know if Tunde disagrees with this, but I don't think we, any of us think that Mizzy really had this plan from the beginning. Do we? I that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I doubt that's the case. I don't know. Exactly. You see, I don't know. Or even, no, but even if he, even if he did have the plan from the beginning, the way he went about it was still terrible. Like walking, running up in someone's house who has. Well, hello. Nessie will be right back after these messages. Could you guys hear me? Yo, you, you cut yourself. Out. Congratulations. You cut out literally. Oh, sorry, I'm the patriarch. Yeah, I was saying. In and said, I'm sick and tired literally. of allowing these women on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was saying, I don't think any of us actually disagree with with each other in the sense that I do any of us really believe that Mizzy had this plan right from the beginning. Like Nezzy, he just Tunde literally just how many times this is like the fifth time he no, no, just said he doesn't Tunde, know. I, okay, maybe I just yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying. So like, if you say he doesn't uh, know, that means yes, he kind oh, he of does know. think okay, that he so might fine. have had a plan. He So okay, well, I, but I think regardless of whether he did or not, we can all agree that like several of the things that he did were well, most of them were not okay, and we can also all agree that what he said about outrage and then bringing on TV to be a stereotype is also all true. Yes. Whether he had to do whatever he had to do to get on TV. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I just think that's a load of, I don't, I don't know. I'm not convinced, but I think his convinced. main, what Guys. he said, I think what he said on the TV show was accurate. I honestly agree with um, Harry. I think he's backtracking because he's basically got himself in a lot of trouble. Fine. But I think his point that he made was also a brilliant point. And all those things can be true at the same time. I think he, he's, I think he's very immature um, I think he lacks consideration for other people, but at the same thing, same time, I think he does actually have a great deal of insight in some ways. Um, and if that could be cultivated, I think he could be a great spokesperson in the future. Um, and a really, and somebody who obviously has a way of like creating attention and being charismatic, he could have a great platform for something good at the moment. I think, unfortunately, like anything that he says, like in this moment is probably going to be overshadowed by all the stuff that happened before, which is a bit of a shame. A bit of a shame. I mean, the question, the question I have, right. Is how different is this from like Sasha Baron Cohen characters or listen, I'm going to be an instigator today because everyone finds it boring when we just agree. So feel free. No, because I'm not agreeing with either of you. So they've got what they wanted. This is perfect. This is us delivering. Okay. Thank you, Mizzy, for teaching us the recipe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Does Sasha Baron Cohen say that he has some kind of overarching social, like, point? Actually, I'm not too familiar with his work. Does he say that? That's a great question, um, Nezzy. Did he say that? A lot of his characters are Borat. Are you okay? Like, no, I mean, has he ever come out and said that? Like, does he? Sorry, does what, he do what do you think? What do you think the big point is about Borat? What do you think the big message was that he was trying to teach us? 
So his his characters are literally all about exposing the. I think it's about exposing the stereotypes of of society and the the narratives that get put out. Like characters like Ali G, deliberately offensive, uh, to get the level of notoriety. For me, I I just think it's this it's the same same playbook. Ali G isn't. Really? So, okay, let me get, let me just clarify because I'm trying to understand what, what Tinder's saying. You're we, saying that Ali G <laughs> is a social commentary from Sasha Baron Cohen on Wiggerism? Or, I don't understand. Hold on. on <laughs> like, I try to understand, like, what... Yeah, like, like, what's, what's the, the social, social commentary? commentary for Ali G? Yeah, literally. For Ali G, I would like, love is it to, to say, as in, like, as in saying that, that people kind of co-opt black culture... But they don't really understand the roots of like. Is that what you mean in terms of like that's the message behind it? No, I mean he was basically parodying a he's parodying a bit like Westwood, obviously. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So almost like it's a it's a commentary on people who basically take on black quote unquote black culture in a very stereotypical and like you know kind of basic way without really understanding the culture okay. okay so going back to 2016 and uh sasha baron cohen's appearance on the jonathan ross show um he discussed all the times his comedy has pushed one too many boundaries landed him in hot water um so ali g for example he talks about how during trips to america uh, he would prank figures such as republican commenter pat buchanan by convincing him that he was actually an idiot and he did, 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 did it. Uh, he expressed this as playing to psychological levels to expose some of their upper class people in uh, square brackets prejudice about the lower class. Um, Bora, uh, did, 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 what was the explanation for that? Okay, no, I, but, yeah, but okay, we understand the point, right? So your point yeah. is that basically Sasha Baron Cohen has done similar things. But with higher would, with higher profile impacts. Sure. No, but wait, what was the impact though? No, as in when I'm talking about what I'm talking about. So impact on who? Mizzy, who, Mizzy, who are you talking about impact of? On, on I'm the public, about on, impacts, on who? When I'm talking about impact, sorry, I do not mean on the people. What I mean is the risks he took and the arenas he's doing in, right? So he's right. he's not just going to ordinary members of the public he's going yes. to but Sasha high, Baron Cohen high profile was, politicians he was playing role he's playing characters which is what Mizzy is, is not is a character Bakar, bro that's Bakari his... says his oh real name is Bakari he says that Mizzy is a character oh my god I can't believe this yeah, no he's, he's not bro he's only said Mizzy that now is... after you can't say that you, can't, now. you can't be like you're a character okay so for example this new I can't go and rob a bank they just believe and then the police catch me be like I'm an actress None of this is real. Like yeah, that's, bro. Not, that's not Literally. being a character. Like he did these uh, things, and then now you, he's like retrospectively uh, joking, saying, bro. Oh, it was a character. What? But none of that yeah, was clear to that. anybody. Like I'm trying to hear all that. Do you see what My I mean? Like is... I just don't think it makes sense to be like. Mm-mm. He's now what? saying he's a character. Fine, <laughs> no, just... but he still no. did all those things, and at the time, no, no, so you it wasn't a character to the people he was like. I don't feel like it's like Ali G is a well-known character. So anybody who watches Sasha Baron Cohen and is familiar with his work would be like, oh, 
he's a character. You say that and yet... But I just don't think it works You with say Mizzy that because, and yet. Like, maybe now people will know that, but I, I just don't... I don't think it's the same thing. Like it start like with Ali G, it was like a TV show and everything. This is just a random random guy who started it's, doing these pranks. It, it's compl- sorry, I can I think, sorry? Do, do we think it started think with the TV show? Do we think that Ali G started with the t- like he just suddenly turned up? Ali G was a character in the TV show, and boom. No, no, he I'm didn't. not saying no, no, no. We're not. We're they, not so they I'm came up saying, in very different bro, areas, I'm not, right? Social bro, I'm not, Do you know what it is, bro? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he did, and I'm not saying this isn't comparable. But here's the thing: I would hold, I would give flame, I would flame Sasha Baron Cohen too. You know what I'm saying? Like the Ali G thing. I think he said he was sending up stereotypes of like people like Westwood, but what it just looked like it was him taking the piss out of black youth culture. That's what it looked like, and so for that, he deserves, he deserves or deserved to get flamed. Like I liked all the Who Is America stuff. That stuff was cool, but. Bro, if you're going to do a character that takes the mick out of, basically takes the mick out of black youth culture, middle class Britain didn't re- didn't realise he was doing a parody of Westwood, really. They were just laughing at, ah, oh, because black people speak like that, huh, that's why it's funny. So, I don't know. Basically, my point is, I'll flame Sasha Baron Cohen. I'll flame Mizzy. I'll flame anybody that starts moving mad like that. That's it. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care, bro. Like, my thing is, I just think, I think, two, like, Nezzy said, two things can be true. Mizzy did what he did. It was bad. He's trying to backtrack now. That's that's whatever. He ate in what he's in a lot of what he said. I rock with him on that. And hopefully he turns his life around and starts moving correct. But I don't think this was all some big social experiment and Mizzy is just his online persona. I just think he's just realized that that's just not the way to go anymore. And I'm glad. And I hope he, you know what I'm saying? I feel sorry for right. the woman and whoever who he offended by what he said and everything like that and the people that he ran up in the house or whatever. But hopefully we can all just move on from this because, you know, I'm not trying to flog this kid forever. He just did he did some dumb stuff. He's, what, 18? Hopefully he changes his life. He didn't kill nobody. Let's keep you know it moving. I, I love you guys, but I do... I, I think the more we've gone in this conversation, the less inclined I am to actually agree with you because I'm thinking back to people like Logan Paul... Not Logan, yeah, Logan Paul, who went and like he was taking social media videos in the suicide gardens, right? And now he's one of the biggest personalities. He's got himself a contract in WWE. Sure, like, I. What's your? My point is like the idea that he didn't do this because he wanted to create the the character. Whatever, I completely just. I think everyone knows. That the best way to oh, get. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you mean. Okay. I see. I see what you mean. No, what I'm saying. I know he did this to be famous. Of course, he oh, did. No, we're talking about whether he did he it wouldn't. to make his point about social whatever and talk about. That's. I don't. Yeah. He said it, the reason he said he to did go it on because he did it to get we, a message across. No, I know he did it to gain notoriety and fame. No, I don't. No, no I don't think. I don't think Absolutely. he said that. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say that the reason he did it was to get his message across. What he said is, this is he a very good example. He knows he had to do. He no, said, he said I had to do this for me to. Okay, let's play it again because he literally get, said oh, that. Oh no, but I think you're get notoriety. It. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do it to prove the point. But what he said is, he did it to get notoriety. He understood that to play the game, you have to do the more extreme thing. So he did that. He's separating the character of Mizzy from Bakari. He says he doesn't condone what Mizzy does, 
and he's not telling anyone else to do it, but he knows that if you want to achieve a certain level of clout, a level of fame, that's what you need to do. What he also oh, no, said, he said he had to do what he did commentary. to get his message across. Commentary. No, 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 no. But I think you could be reading that two different ways, right? He could be saying like, if I hadn't done what I'd done, my messages wouldn't get across. Or he's like, I a forethought made a plan to do this. I don't think he was necessarily saying I did a forethought. Ugh, we've been going around this too long. My point is, yeah, the way the way it is the way I the way I see it is this, yeah. He he did what he did. What he did was bad. Now, hopefully, he turns his life around. What I will say is, I'm defending him against this nonsense Andre Walker guy. Which, first yeah. off, which white man is called Andre? What nonsense, anyway? That's just that's just rubbish. I'm not trying to hear all that. But this guy called Andre Walker, right? And then he looked at this woman, and he was like, "You're not going to threaten her." Threatening glur. Yeah, this racist the racism jumped out quick. I mean, it's not like the racism jumped out. He's on talk TV. It's just a racist environment anyway. But it really jumped out and he was like, get him out of here, get him out and started throwing things. What? Big man. Would you like me to play would you like me to play the clip? I I don't know. I don't even want you to play that clip because that (laughs) clip will just infuriate me. But this is this is what happens. I'm telling you, with black people, I said this so many times on, on this podcast. They something mad will happen, right? And because even if I don't necessarily rock with that black what that black person's doing i have to defend them because white people are going mad on them this is what always happens i wouldn't even if anything i would just thought oh this mizzy is just a right now he's just a bad boo kid hopefully he turns his life around i'll keep it moving but now i have to defend this kid against this nonsense <laughs> guy why <laughs> like... so anyway um andre walker you are oh, just an idiot bro sorry it is what it is um but anyway Talking about um, this very, talking on this very subject, Tunde, I have a clip that I would like you to play from the man that took gospel music too far, as he said in one of his <laughs> songs. Um, but it's about kind of, it's related to this topic and it's kind of about um, cancel culture, which I know is, it's been spoken about for ages and ages, but I thought this was an interesting perspective. I know like, you know what I'm saying? We're quote unquote anonymous, but obviously everyone knows that this podcast is like full of Christians um, or people that will go to church or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So um, I thought it was an interesting clip. So if you could play it right now, that'd be fabulous. And they probably don't even realize it's oh. When they uh-huh. run their fingers through their hands. This is why you should though. never give these kind of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, if you don't mind. There you go. I'm getting a little concerned, extremely concerned, with this new climate of people that say they rock with God, embracing this ideology that we're getting from the culture of canceling people when they make mistakes, when they're not perfect when they do something that we don't approve of. This God complex that even Christians are now getting, which we probably have always had, it's just being more exposed of this level of judgment and how humans have become so freaking disposable when they do something that we don't approve of. Cancel culture now being embraced by Christianity and Christians It is an oxymoron when you have a whole Bible 
a whole book of antiquity, all of these letters that are filled with imperfect, flawed people that we call heroes. We call Paul a hero of the faith, and he calls himself the chief of sinners. And, and we hear him talking about, oh, wretch man that I am, when I would do good, evil is always present. Why are we so impatient and so judgmental and critical when the humanness of our species shows up and we cancel them? Cancel culture in the community of believers is blowing my mind because if anybody should be sensitive of how trying to be perfect destroys people internally, we should know that. We should know that better than they do. Because we know how it is to have the church face. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we dine inside. We know that. We've lived like that for years. We have died internally for years trying to be perfect for people. We cannot take upon cancel culture and forget that Jesus died on the cross so that we would not be canceled so that we could have another chance, chance after chance after chance after chance to be like him. In a world that's fallen, we're going to fall too and be patient with each other when we don't look like Jesus. We serve him, but we not him. Castle culture amongst Christians. What the hell is going on? Something else for you to cancel me from. Right. So I thought that was, I thought that was interesting to me just because I've been thinking, I, you know, I was thinking about this Mizzy thing, right? And just how the whole internet just rose up in, you know what I'm saying, in condemnation. Um, and just like generally, you know, there's all, always these incidents where someone will do something and then be quote unquote, um, cancel them. I don't know if you remember the, the night of the long influences, right? Where it was just like every single, big like half of the big accounts on twitter got cancelled for something or other that they said when they were younger and i just or cancel cancelled it it's such a weird term even the whole thing of getting cancelled and what cancel culture even is or means because it's quite hard to define um i know in wikipedia it says it's a phrase used to refer to a culture in which those who are deemed to have acted or spoken in an unacceptable man manner are ostracized boycotted or shunned this showing may extend to social or professional circles with most high-profile incidents involving celebrities, the, those subject to this ostracism are said to have been cancelled. So I think what's interesting is that I can see both sides of this, right? So one side of it is when you when you talk about cancellation, sometimes it's done by, let's say, a marginalised group where someone has said, taught down on them in some particular way, or they maybe they've been caught saying something, let's say, um, and that marginalized group says, you know what? I don't want to be around this person. I don't want to hear anything from this person. I don't want to be in community with this person. I just want to be protected from whatever they, they're going to say. So then they take the decision to step away from that person. Whereas there's also the side of it, which is like you're living your life and then you get to a certain point, you get some notoriety for something you may be doing, which is good. Like you're a podcaster or you're an artist or wherever you are. And then someone drags up your tweets from 10 years ago or your Facebook posts or whatever and says, da -da -da, this person said this, da -da -da, and quote unquote, the internet cancels you for having 
the wrong opinion at some point. And I think what's interesting about what Kirk was saying to me is that is that journey of growth. Because it's like, for me, like the way you hear it now, you wouldn't think that anyone's done any sort of level of growth. And I feel like that's just what's interesting to me. Because I'm like, I know back in the day, I don't know about you guys. I'll just say it because I just think everyone did, but that's fine if you didn't. But like back in the day, we used to refer to things as gay. So like when I was in school, you're like, oh, that's so gay. Didn't think anything of it really at the time. But that's just it. That was the language that we felt was acceptable at the time. You grow up and you realize that's not acceptable. But someone from my younger days could be like, ah, you know, let's say I got big in the music game. Someone could say, ah, he said to me when I was like 15. And then someone could be like, ah, see, this is unacceptable. Let's cancel him. And it's like, that's what I think got me about what Kirk was saying was the space for growth that and change that we don't, I guess, want to see in in people. And I think it's difficult because you can you can conflate the two arguments. It can be, come from two different places of like, ah, uh, what about people who saying something now when they should know better versus people who've said things from years ago? But I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think like about just in terms of what Kirk said and not even necessarily just from a Christian perspective, but just around the whole concept of cancel culture? Do you feel like it's a way that marginalized people use their voice to like stop people from, I guess, harming them with their words? Or do you feel like it's just a superiority complex? I think it just needs to be taken. I think it just needs to be taken on a case by case basis, basically, because I just think. There's so many instances where I can think of, and I, you know, I think this, the reason I think this conversation is so difficult because it really, honestly, just depends, it is just a matter of personal opinion and where you fall on this, on a spectrum of beliefs as to what you think is like an appropriate cancellation or not. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of the time when I'm on social media, I see things, um, I see, um, things that people are cancelled for and I just think that is ridiculous but then other times there's things that I see and I'm just like yeah they should be cancelled and I, I just think it's quite complicated my I think my general rule is that I feel like when people forensically go back into people's old tweets to cancel them as a general rule I don't like that um however I do think I think there are some deeply held beliefs that you're probably like depending on how old you are when you express those beliefs I'm less likely to be inclined to think that you've actually changed that's just my personal right. so for example yeah but but again that's like I feel like if you're a 35 year old person and you've said something deeply racist I just think it's really unlikely at this point that yeah. Three years later, if we expose you for something you said when you were 35 that was super racist, that you've massively changed. However, if you were 15 and you tweeted something that was it, then I'm inclined to think that possibly you have. Because, like, to your point, um, Harry, when I was 13, I think I actually did, and I'm going to say something, people cancel if they want. I think I did a poem in school against homosexuality. Like, I literally did an anti homosexuality poem in school. And I was deep in my funny Christian phases and, <laughs> and like literally like now looking back on it i'm so embarrassed by it um and if someone at the time had been in my class whatever and they'd been gay i've i feel so bad for how hurtful that would have been to them but literally at the time like mm. it was normal in the circles that i was in 
And the conversations we were having about the LGBT community, especially even within the church, even outside the church, like it was very, very normal in that period, especially in the black community, to be openly vocal about the fact that like, and it wasn't even necessarily like I've been like, you know, elephant man style, like batting man for bun kind of thing, as in just literally just being like, homosexuality is wrong. And like, you know, you shouldn't be gay kind of like, it was very normal to say those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, and um, so if someone had looked back, as this someone brought that up now, that doesn't reflect how I feel now at all. But it would like twenty years later. Yeah, twenty like... years later, it's just not a reflection. Even my opinions about women and feminism, I was like an anti. Again, I was like an anti-feminist, like not even like neutral. I was actively anti-feminist in my younger days. Like I would literally say things like, like feminists, like a ruin society and blah 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 and just like I used to probably I wouldn't go that far but I did used to say things like you know like yeah it's great that we have equal rights and blah 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 but feminism has gone too far and you know like men are supposed to be leaders in the home and all this kind of stuff so I just think you know it wouldn't be an accurate reflection however if something that I said last year that you brought up I could have actually changed my mind since last year is it as likely that I've changed my mind significantly as I did when I was 13 or 14? Probably not, but it's still possible. And I think it's also, for me, the whole cancel thing is like looking at somebody's um, work and their life and how they live their day-to-day life. And if somebody says something that seems incongruent with the kind of person that they now are, then I'm less likely to be like cancelled. So for example, black men who get pulled up on colorism, old colorist tweets, if you are now married to Lupita Nyong'o, I'm going to have more grace for 17-year-old you to have said something colorist. But if you've just dated a long line of by Raytels, <laughs> then, yeah, I'm Yo, actually that, probably going to be as, as colorist no, as you were when you were 17. So, like, it, it's all to do with who by you are Rachel's. now. You know, like, it's, it's who you are now a reflection of of what of what whatever thing that you said five years ago, or does it seem like actually, yeah, it's quite obvious this person has grown and changed. So we're not gonna like hang them to the cross for something that it doesn't seem reflective of who they are right now. I don't know. That was right. a long rumble. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I wish that rumble uh, had been into. The, I wish that rumble had been into the mic. That's just me personally, but oh, you know. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting used to this mic thing. What like uh, to, to, like sorry? We just have to have a pause. What do you think the mic is? What do you think the mic's for? Can I just can this I guy just was make it to clear the room. that literally five minutes ago, or five, f- 15 minutes ago, Harry messaged me in WhatsApp to tell me to hold the mic <laughs> further away from my mouth. No, 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 but I come did. on. No, 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 no. Because you were going like, a, me, like you're quote, beatboxing. This ain't Bismarck. This girl is getting me mad, <laughs> waving around the mic. And then I quote, <laughs> you need to be a hand's length away from your mic so we don't get all the plosives. Don't get up close. This Make up is... your mind. No typical male confusion. You guys what? can't think straight. How do you run the <laughs> See, world <laughs> when you can't even be coherent? So DC, this girl's doing up Dougie Fresh, so I told her to move back a little bit. And now she's decided to, to speak in, into the into the wind. I ask <laughs> into you, her the window. audience of Tales of the Plantation, is that not confusion? Telling someone to hold the mic at <laughs> <laughs> arms length away and then telling them. Stop being far away from the mic. Okay, this, uh, right, right. Uh, okay, okay. What, what I... Let to back on your point. I think you. I think 
yeah, I, I understand what you... Sorry, first of all, I want to pick up on that biracial thing because that thing, <laughs> when I first saw it on Twitter, made me cackle to bits. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, I think what you said around, like, uh, it depends on the timings and, like, it depends on, yeah, the trajectory of your life and the way you carry yourself, right? But at the same time, someone could say, you know what, P- people pretend to be all sorts of things in public and you know behind closed doors um but anyway let tunde what do you what do you think what's your thoughts um i'm sure you, i'm sure you could never i'm sure you could never be cancelled for anything oh i probably could um i am fully cancelable i i mean we have established that i am the former criminal of this podcast <laughs> um, but no i definitely i definitely could because i and i've i've written about these actually a lot um, in my in my monthly posts on LinkedIn, if anyone wants to subscribe to the newsletters, the tea hydro, yeah. Um, but I I know. So when I was in year ten, um, there was this guy I won't say his name, um, who was the first person in our year group to be outed, and like coming up year seven, eight, nine, we were always we were in the same form group, we were friends, like we were close and. Like, I had no idea. Ironically, this is coming off the back of my suspension, so it's all my stories coming together. But I came back from that suspension, and people were like, yo, have you heard Have you heard the rumour? Have you heard the rumour? Oh, they're saying this guy is, is, is gay, so he's got a boyfriend. And I went so defensive. I was like, hey, don't do that. Don't Don't put that on him. As if it was a bad thing, right? Because in my head, in our understanding at the time, right, that was something that was an insult. It was something that you're supposed to be ashamed of. So I fully was like, no, nah, man, you, you allow it. That's my boy. And then I went to him and he's like, yeah, this is true. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's true. And we like we still stayed acquaintances but we definitely weren't as close and I still think about it from time to time like anytime I'm trying to organize a pride event or I'm writing something um about the the intersectionality right between black people and the LGBTQ community and I'm like that experience I can't imagine how lonely it must have felt at the time by the time we got to sick form he'd kind of come into his own he'd found his space it was the, you know that the character you form out of those lowest moments right you, you form it out of the pain but he owned it he created a whole new persona right like he gave himself a nickname he went by that instead and I feel like looking back on it that was his way of dealing with the loneliness that came from our ignorance so i'm 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 not even having to speculate i know that there's someone who could have been impacted by my reaction to the news that he was gay and similar to what you say about um uh colorism right i think my my saving grace is that i was never stupid enough to write it on social media But at least I was just colorist in person. I, listen, <laughs> I was, 
<laughs> Daddy said, you're not going to be one of them in, in it, boys. And he saved me from myself. But yeah, like, I was someone who was flirting with everyone. But when you looked at my dating history, mm-hmm. it was the the lighter skinned peoples. And a lot of that... A lot of that came from the ideas that I had that I couldn't, I didn't have anything in common with darker skinned black people, with Nigerians, because I had this superiority complex from having gone to private school and been in an environment where A stars and A's were seen as the default. So when I'm then going back to church and people are proud of their B's and their C's, I'm like, rah, is that it? And now I'm I'm not wow, even on the front. Coming out now, the colorism, the classism, now, the elitism. I, listen, I have I have come out. I was, <laughs> I I was a big elitist. Like Warwick, I have to shout them out, man. That ACS, I think that ACS shaped me a lot more than I realized because I didn't I didn't fit when I first tried to get involved with ACS. I did not fit because I didn't I didn't know the songs. I didn't know the artists. I didn't really have that connection to that side of black culture that wasn't church black culture. And so I know I have plenty that if people wanted to, they could go back in time. Once time travel is invented, I'm done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the podcast finished. But here's, but here's the thing, bro, bro. You say that, but my thing is, I personally believe everybody's done, bro. I think it's only maybe like one Gen Z kid that grew up now that might be able to, or Gen Alpha, I should even say, bro. Like, because we've talked, no. about, we've talked about no, no, because no, we've talked about homophobia. There's, the, you could be cut, you can be colorist, you can be xenophobic, you can be homophobic, you could be uh, ableist, you could be, you could be ableist, you could and be. Ableism uh, was a, and ableism was I don't want to tell. Ableism was calm, bro. Yeah, it was so calm in primary like, school. But I do want to be aware also that I don't want to spend too much of the podcast talking about things that could be really upsetting for people in those communities to hear. Do you see what I mean? Like, I don't want to regurgitate yeah, too much. Yeah, but, oh, we sorry. That I, we, I mean, no, I hear you, but at the end of the day. Saying, just... like, I don't want to be regurgitate too much of the stuff that was just, like, not nice No, to but hear. they know, like, they know, if you, bro, if, if you guys, I will give you a time to skip to if you want to skip past this. So yeah, no, all, I, all I'm saying is we could, we could go down the list of stuff that's, but I'm... But no, 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 but, no, 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 I don't want to relive all of that. But what I'm saying is, People will have done, I'm sure 99% of people have done at least one of those things at some point. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think. Which is we, why when we can't be each other, it's like. Yeah, but I also think we're delusional if we think that Gen Alpha and Gen Z, like colorism is worse now than it was in the 90s. Like, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying they're not, but I'm just saying they're clued them. I guess some of they're them, clued, the ones that are clued up are more clued one, up. Than yeah, but the we ones who are clued, the people are maybe more clued up about what to present online. But be under no illusion that what people personally say in their own homes and amongst their friendship groups right. are, are have changed significantly. Like I honestly don't think right. And this they is why, like, I just think people know how to perform better because of social media. And also, it just depends on what social media platform. If you go to Instagram, I always laugh when I post something on Twitter and post something on Instagram. Instagram yeah, will different. give you the true. It will give you a true picture of where society actually is on a topic. Yes, facts. Twitter, facts. Twitter skews so far to the left in in, in a, well to extremes, I would say. But the left on Twitter, or the I would not say the left. Let's say liberal, because the difference between liberal and left. The liberals on Twitter are in a different place. 
Instagram is will give you an accurate like look at the shade room comments or the shade bar, yeah. and that will probably give you a more I, accurate picture of millennial black people and where more of them are on a topic than on Twitter. So I just feel like people people are more worried about being cancelled on on certain platforms on social media because they're they're not anonymous and they're more they are linked to your name. So people often use their name. But especially in on platforms where people have like anonymous accounts, like people are still saying the same things. Like I've no. literally posted something on I've literally posted something on Instagram. I don't often comment that much on Instagram on certain posts, but I commented on an Instagram post about something and the same trash colorism and misogynoir from black men that I would have got in 2012 on Twitter, it just popped up again on Instagram. Like mm. I had someone calling me an ugly, this so-and-so who will never get a man, blah, blah. It's all the same stuff. Like it's not gone. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, no, I absolutely agree. And I think part of the issue, I actually think one of the, the big issues of cancel culture is that we've performed, we've, we've tried to get people to perform for social media. Yeah. But they ain't like their views, their actual things, like what they actually believe inside hasn't actually changed, and that's not communicated to people. Like, you know, like a lot of people, I think, hold exactly the same views. They just know when and where to say it. Which is why I think when people go on. Um, I think people on, I think a lot of liberals are, are kind of actually deluded in when it comes to the tide of society. Or the whatever. tide of society, <laughs> which is why I, I think, think also that. when it comes to elections, people get a bit like surprised, and it's like, no, people don't say certain things because of or because of the culture. Because of media tends to the standard for media tends to be um, at the moment, I guess. It's difficult to say, but in some forms of media, certain factions dominate, right? So a Netflix or like a Twitter or whatever, like, or like in the publishing industry, there's certain, like, it tends to be that more liberal groups are dominating that those, some very specific media platforms. And so people know if they want to be on those media platforms or do well on those media platforms, they have to toe the, the party line. That does not correlate to what the rest of society thinks. And that doesn't correlate to other platforms or other groups of people. So it really depends on the group that you're in or you're trying to appeal to as to whether you're worried about being cancelled about certain things, right? Like Ron DeSantis is not worried about being cancelled for saying whatever about <laughs> black people. Because <laughs> that's not that's his... True. That's not his you just got to lead into it. <laughs> yeah, that's not the card that he's appealing it depends, to. It depends where you're trying to go in it. Yeah, it depends that's where you're really trying to go and what you're, you're trying to appeal to. Like mm, he's not worried about true. being cancelled by them because he's not trying to appeal to that crowd. So he will... And conservatives will always have a platform or certain ways of thinking will always have platforms depending, because it's just who you're trying to appeal to. So I feel mm. like even the phrase cancel, even when Kirk is saying, oh, like cancelling, I'm like, but like which rich famous person, like how many of them have really actually been cancelled like properly? Like Philip Schofield, let's go. Like that's somebody who's for now seems like he's been cancelled. I think I think Phil can cancelled while still being platformed because he's still being interviewed and yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I never saw see that's the white that's the biggest white male privilege I've ever seen, boy. You're cancelled, but you're still being interviewed all over the shop, boy. They said, yeah, because this is the thing I think as well with Philip Schofield. I think his career actually is no. 
I feel like he could make a comeback. He just has no, to wait I out. Think, I honestly, I think he will make a comeback. Unless it comes out that he's a proper nonce. And I, I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If it's like a confirm, if it's like confirmed date and time noncery. If he's a proper nonce, then he can't make a comeback. But yeah, if yeah, yeah. Just a bit, if he's a Prince Andrew, if he's just. Nah, but adjacent, Prince Andrew is more of a confirmed nonce than he is. Uh, I would like you to retract that statement. He oh, does sorry. Not swear. Um, he just happened to be. It's allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, yeah. So, for the yeah, record, yeah. I, my, oh, I don't, I don't want to get into the realms of libel or something. My personal belief is that I think Philip Schofield is nonce adjacent at the very least. Let's be real. <laughs> well, of course he's nonce adjacent because his brother is a nonce. Well, no, but I mean, not, not by. <laughs> You mean his actions are non-adjacent? Yeah. To me, is I just think if you met somebody at fifteen and you start dating, and when you met them, you're a big, big person, and you start dating them, I I just think that's and you were their mentor. I just think that's dodgy. Like I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. So, I mean, this is another one we've gone quite a long time on, but the the irony for me of cancel culture, like. I've been very loud about it um, in terms of my decision to no longer listen to Kanye and R. Kelly, right? Those are the two people who I have um, blocked on Spotify. But what I what I struggle with, I, I disagree with the... No, I agree with Kirk in terms of the idea of pylons and going back and deciding that all of these things from 10, 15 years ago now need to be brought back up. I hate that. I do agree that everyone should have the option to choose to disengage from anyone who they'd feel like they don't want to engage with, right? Um, And I think that is what people are defining as cancellation, and that's the bit that I just think is absolute nonsense. Because when we talk about cancellation, what really is, is the consequence of their action simply being that some people decide to be vocal about not wanting them to be around i don't want to be around them. totally what it is though because i think it's also the thing of if putting pressure on employers and platforms to like remove job opportunities and things like that it's not just about you disengaging from them it's about I'm, so I'm, I'm talking more in terms of the celebrities who still have the platforms and caught talking about cancel culture in that sense oh because okay that, fine because yeah, for when it's about targeting individuals, again, that's not really my thing. If if there are behaviours that are recent, so when people are being racist on the street and then they go off and find their jobs, I'm a bit like, I don't know if I would do it. However, consequence, right? That's a recent thing. It's action consequence. Yeah, but that's like, yeah, exactly. So I'm talking about when people kind of go back retrospectively, like you tweeted this from 10 years ago, I want you to lose your job now and never have yeah. a play again. I'm like, oh. I hate, hate those. I hate, I kind of hate that. Yeah. But, but for people, for celebrities, whether that is right wing, whether that is like conservatives or liberals who feel like, oh, oh my goodness, uh, they've looked back at what I said and now some people are choosing not to engage with me and I still have enough of a platform to tell you that people are choosing not to engage with me but I've been cancelled and it's horrible like what's the most recent example so Roxanne in her widely panned stand-up special but it was still a recorded 
stand-up special which had enough of an audience like yeah i find that just really empty and facetious who roxanne that, did you say yeah roxanne roseanne roseanne Barr. oh roseanne Barr. okay sorry um no, yeah so roxanne. like roseanne roxanne sounds like um, a black girl from, <laughs> from somewhere <laughs> Liz and Roseanne's the same. Uh, yeah, so who, who's it been? It's been Roseanne. It's been um, Piers Morgan. It's been Lawrence Fox. It's been... Um, yeah, man. Like, all of, for me, it's the celebrities. If a celebrity comes to me and talks on quite a big platform about being cancelled, I'm not really here for it. Like, also, I'm not hearing it brothers, I feel like Piers Morgan actively tries to get himself cancelled all the time. Begging because for that's it. literally his... That's his... He's asking for it. He's yeah, dying, dying for it. it. Like he's that's dying his ferrets. <laughs> that's his currency. Like his currency is getting to the point of almost being cancelled completely, and creating like headlines, and then going on a little rant on social media or whatever. Like that's his, that's his currency. So he never really ever gets properly cancelled. Boy, well, almost like what Missy did. <laughs> Well, listen, moving away from, uh, I don't even want to talk about Boris and his WhatsApps. What's even the point? All I will say, guys, is... Huh? No, no, no. All all I want to say, guys, is I just think, yeah, I think it would be a funny world. Imagine, yeah, if everybody, everybody's like private messages got leaked, like everybody's WhatsApps. I'd be cancelled. I'd be cancelled. This world, (laughs) If my WhatsApp got got leaked, Can you imagine if they forced you? Not like you were forced and they they went through all of your WhatsApps and then posted the the, the messiest ones online. Oh, gosh. Like, it's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) I probably just, oh no, actually, would I quit my job? I don't think I need to quit my job. No, no, no. The thing is, for me, I'd I'd 100% have to quit my job. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to. No, I'd have to quit. The thing is, it's because, yeah, I just realised there's certain things about a group chat, yeah? Just like the way suddenly you can just go off topic and just someone could just say something magic from nowhere. And it just descends. No, man. I think every I think everybody's got that. Everyone's got a group chat where just... It's not even necessarily one of those... Not one of the obias. It's just like, I don't know, just a, mad, just a madness about even about somebody... Just someone's yeah, business yeah, that yeah. you were that you were not meant to share, <laughs> but boy, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. So more power to to it, it's it's funny because his man a minute. <laughs> literally just yesterday, yeah, you talk about just yesterday. Um, me and Rachel were talking, and she brought up because I was like, oh, I'm in a church group. I'm in a group chat with the guys from church, and it's like it's just good energy. So we've got football banter. We've got. Like we drop our um, food that we cook. So anyone who cooks, we drop it, we rate it, we do that. Um, we talk about football, we talk about like marriage, we talk about relationships, we talk about mental health. So it's a good mixture of like fun chat and actual like enriching stuff. And I was like, oh, it's great. It's the first time I've been in a proper guys group chat. And Rach said, no, it's not. Because I've seen some of the texts from a group chat you were in in 2016. Uh-oh. And I looked back at it and I said, Yo, you are correct. (laughs) That was not a wholesome. Caught in 4K. 
Do you know what it is though? I'll be. I'll, that's one thing I'll say about my my guys anyway. Like you know how certain you know I saw a tweet where someone was saying yeah, guys were just posting like videos of them having sex with gal and whatever, and just I to me I think that's just in I think that's insane to me. Don't you think that's insane? Who wants to see like I couldn't imagine if Tunde sent me a picture of him and Rick. Uh, like I'd be like, bro, what the hell are you sending me, bro? Don't ever send me anything like that in your life. <laughs> in your <laughs> life, <laughs> you mad? Why would I want to see that? Like, nah, man. My yeah. Nah, I think what I realize is by like the standards of the the chats that get exposed, the world my chat is tame, bro. <laughs> I just I'm think like, chat. You know what? Like chat. Church really shelters you in in well, depend, depending. Tr- depending. I depending. do think church for me gave me a lot of sheltering because some of the just some of people's when people tell me things about their lives I'm just like I, I'm like the life I've lived is so like it's so light it's light it's work it's just so like, like unbelievable compared to the, just the lives people lead I just don't I, I can't relate it's, even at work people tell me their lives and I'm just like wow you have lived a full life my friend like yeah. yeah that's yeah <laughs> do you know what although what i would say i remember back in the day this is like msn days do you guys ever used to do the fit where your friends would send you clips like they send you a link and you think the link is just whatever and it's just like a mad thing yeah yeah like there's like one called goatsy there was one called um oh right you knew the names yeah bro there was one called bottle so... guy i remember <laughs> from bottle guy that thing scarred me bro oh my word even in fact, even over the pandemic, yeah, my friend, oh, she's so dumb. She was sent like she was sent me just random like links. I click on it. I was just, I was thinking, bro, like why? Are you... <laughs> but yeah, I that's what I think. That's the those are probably the worst things that I've seen. No, I never had friends like that. Well, congrats, congrats for you. The other thing, <laughs> have you guys seen um, J Lo's latest scene? <laughs> Oh, that thing, of, yeah, was so funny. I'm fed up of both of them. Like, I just want both of them to give their songs to other people. I'm just fed up. No, 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 no. Okay, we're not going to do. It. Shall I tell you what though? Okay, no, I'm not going to put. Can we can we recap some of J Lo's greatest that's, hits? That's because I can't lie, yeah. If you had my love, is a banger. What? Um, my pride is all I have. Proud is what you have, baby girl. I'm no, what, what you, you have. have. <laughs> <laughs> or like, love don't cost a thing. Are you mad? I don't. I don't know if she yeah, sang she it, but yeah, she had that was a tune. Yeah. What was the one with? What was the other? Oh, there's one I was listening to the other. Day. The one where she said, "Nigger." Oh my god. I'm real. <laughs> yeah, I think it. Yeah, so she, my husband literally like, I that is my thing. He, he finds it really annoying, but I'll just go to him and be like. I'm real, and then they can do the way you <laughs> Like out of nowhere, I'll just do that. Like it's my favorite. Listen, nigga J Lo was in her bag. Yeah, she That's was. What, when was when she was with P Diddy and and she had the white um, bandana. Yeah, yeah, those were the days. Like Jenny from the Block was <laughs> yeah was, was was killing. But yeah, her vocals. Do you know what? Listen, Stevie Mac has done a work. Stevie Mackey's done a work. Ooh, Stevie Mackey's no, done a work. So we can't just put it Stevie Mackey, but it's yeah. like Stevie can only do as much job. as he can do. <laughs> like... job. And I was, what was I? Oh, I listened to Alicia Keys the other day. I'm sorry. Because I find it really frustrating because I actually really like Alicia Keys. 
and I like I love her music but she'd recorded like a live track it was new, popped up new Spotify and I was just like gosh like why no no guys I just clocked no 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 guys I just solved it oh my goodness guys I just realized there's a way to just game change everything you know oh. AI AI will solve all of these problems it will make like a JLo but a JLo who's like whose voice like, like on pitch yeah like a better JLo but it's not like auto-tune it's just a better JLo can, can you I, imagine can I like play, you can, can go back and hear those songs and it's not Ashanti's voice anymore it's JLo's voice but like a better <laughs> JLo's voice <That's laughs> oh my gosh sorry that one maybe uh, can, I, can I play the can I play the rehearsal track? It's, it's only 30 yeah seconds. please yeah. please Oh, I love that <laughs> little crack. Who is that? That's Jalen. This is her daughter. Back on Jalen. <laughs> How can you let your daughter eat you like that, fam? Oh, no! I, I you know what I think I really liked I appreciated how she decided to really like she wanted to diverge from the the restrictions of a key. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing like, that comes to my mind when I hear that is tragedy. <laughs> it's tragedy. <laughs> no, that, that's this is this is this is um what's that guy's name, Mister Omar? It's tragic, tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But just not, this is the thing though. I feel like with Jennifer Lopez and Alicia Keys, they're, they're amazing in their own ways. As in like, as performers, like Alicia Keys as a musician, Jennifer Lopez as a dancer, entertainer, even as an actress. Like, I feel like people- Anything apart from the thing that she- <laughs> Well, yeah, unfortunately. Like, I, I feel like, for example, like her acting skills, people will take the mic. But you know what? I love bad. Made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan is a bad boy it's movie. A what? A film. I don't care what anybody oh, says. Jennifer Lopez had her pants well. off. <laughs> she had her pants off in Made in Manhattan. I love that film. And yeah. in Hustlers, like she really held it down in Hustlers. I still ain't seen that. Yeah, I haven't but, seen that yet. But like, Made it, I reckon. I think with J Lo, that's the thing. She's she's good at a lot of things, so she doesn't have to read like. Have to sing. Like, she doesn't have to be too good at singing, but nah, she have to like her voice point. is like it's just not good. Like I've wanted to be like, oh maybe it's just not good. And do you know what? Like, you know some people have like not good. Their voice isn't great, but their tone. There's something about their tone yeah, that makes you like want work. to. It, it just Jennifer Lopez. It's just not there for me. Like it's not it's there. Not, no, there's nothing. The tone isn't like it's just. But then but there's something about her that's nostalgic from my childhood. Yeah, so I yeah. Still listen to it. But no, it's because the songs were like the songs weren't bad. Like she didn't make, like she had some decent. Do you know who? Do you know who really couldn't sing and had bad songs? Pussycat Dolls. I was walking really? past somewhere and they played. No, Dolce. the black girl from like, Pussycat is... Dolls could sing. That, that, like, yeah, she this... could sing. She wasn't allowed to, but she could sing. What, <laughs> yes, Nicole Scherzinger. Oh said. yeah, no, yeah, no, not, one. not Nicole right. Scherzinger. Oh, the um, other one, the other Melody. One, the other one. Yeah, Melody right. could sing, and Nicole told her no. But I'm, say, I'm saying, I think, I think pussy, like even Docha is a, that is a rude song, you know? How can you sing that song like that? That's it's rude. Too. It's energy. It's energy. Like you're saying literally, don't you wish a girl was like, I know you want me. Now that's fighting talk. What? No, no. <laughs> it was more than that. It was, <laughs> listen, your girlfriend is right, but she's butters, Rupert. <laughs> 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 
Das ist klar. <laughs> like nowadays, nowadays it'd be like, don't you wish your girlfriend wasn't mid? Don't you? <laughs> like, something like that. Oh man, it's crazy. Um, but where we're gonna end it? Oh, can I? So, can I just stop? Can I, one more thing. What? Gone. I um, there's a Spotify playlist that I found, which was basically music from 2003. And oh my gosh, I actually think 2003 might have been the best year ever for music, like in the history of music. I can't okay, lie. Probably, I won't, that okay, is I won't go that far. Outrageous statement. Okay, that's I not outrageous. But I mean, in the history have to of, that. Okay, <laughs> the best. It might have been the best year of the noughties. Do you mean? For so, pop, is it top hits pop. of two thousand and three? Is it that? Is it that playlist? That playlist is so good. It's okay, bad. so we're going to go down the list. Okay, okay, okay. this is what we're going to do. We're going to list and say hit or miss. Okay, when yeah? I say good, when I say good, no, 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 no. That's cool. No, no, we're going to go down the list. Don't worry, we're going to do it. In the club, fifty cent hit or miss. Hit. Hit. Big hit. Yeah, hit. Seven Nation Army, the White Stripes, hit or miss? Oh, a banger. Hit. I think that's hit. Lose Yourself, Eminem. I think that's a hit. Hold on, wait a minute. Why why are we doing this when we could just be... Like... Big hit. What? Yeah, yeah. Classic. Hit. Hit. Yeah, hit. That's a hit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, hit. 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 Arguably the biggest hit on the list for me. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? Yeah, girl. Oh, bye, bye. <laughs> Jenny, are you mad? Jenny never had a bad verse. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. This is where I think we're getting into mid. What? Say yes is a hit. Sorry. No, sorry. How are you gonna act like that, Tyrese? Oh, I love this song. <laughs> I love it, oh. Tyrese. No, no, wait. No, Tunde, you skipped a bunch of. You skipped a bunch of. That. I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah. No. Is it the Spotify one? Yeah. yeah. Where's Rain on skip. Me? I didn't skip anything. Let's say yes. Rain on Me. Uh, my oh, that say this is further down for me. Oh, okay, let's do it in your order. Go on, go on, keep going. Yeah. So we're on. Put that woman first, Jaheim. Mm, I wouldn't say it's a mid. Yeah. I'd say it's a mid. I it's think that's mid. It's a mid. This one? Listen. And the fact yes. it's a remix? Banger. What? Are you and mad? the fact it's a remix? Are you mad? Colossal. 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 No, Nezzy, you might actually be right. This could have been, I think this is the best year of our of, of our, our developmental of our, years. Of our was it not the best year of our formative years? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang on. Oh. Bang on. No letting go. Are you silly? <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. Whoa. I it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, what's this? This is Aaliyah. Miss you. Really? Uh, anything Aaliyah is probably a hit. Mm. Gorgeous. Yes! This song top banger! This might be the best what? thing for me. Dilla, dilla. New Monica, Missy Elliott on the beat. Are you silly? In fact, before I, before I even go back, sorry. That record scratch, like the little the little record skippy sounds. Hold on. Listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Where she jumped in on the beat. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. 
Bang. Oh my goodness. This is a terrible song. It's like awful. It makes no sense. It's a terrible song. It's a terrible song. It's a terrible song. Also, Ashanti killed these vocals, man. I say hit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This this may have been Sean Paul's best year because Sean Paul at this point yeah. jumped on everything, yeah. boy, and oh. smashed them all. Oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This was an absolute banger of a song. I need, again, bring back this energy. Yeah, banger. This song, this song is- even as an adult, I'm like, my goodness, this should I the- be listening to this? <laughs> yeah. I listened to this age 14. I had no idea the context of this song. <laughs> this is pure imagination. Like, this is eroticism in... Oh my gosh. I was just Wait. talking about how great this song is. Wait, what's, what song is this? Stole by Kelly Rowland. Stole by Kelly Rowland. Oh. Guys, we can't go down this whole list. Okay, like three more. No, keep no keep skipping. You just got to keep going quick. Uh, yep, yeah, banger. Next. Banger. Next. Rain, with, rain on me by Shanti. Yeah, banger. Of course. Yeah, banger. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, God. banger, banger, <laughs> banger. This song is so problematic, lyric wise. Oh my gosh! A oh, banger, banger. Yeah, banger. The best banger. Key. The best off. Yeah, the best off key song ever been written. Banger. Still. Do it right and do it this way. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 banger, yeah, 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 Oh my hit. Hit. Pick up the bedding fields. But brother, if you scroll like scroll down the list, have you seen some of the other songs on this? It doesn't. It doesn't get bad. You know what? This is ninety nine percent. Oh, this one could be the mid Angel by Amanda Perez. Uh, Bro, I don't remember. That's better than this. Nah. Sorry. Yeah. Nah. Woo! Black Justin. Hit. Yeah, Black Justin. Yeah, <laughs> Black Justin. Yeah. You're sending this one out to all the ladies. Just the new oh girl. I was in love bank. with Boog. Like I was literally in love with Boog. Nah, oh Strip Taxi was such a banger. Oh, it's a banger of an album. You know how much I sang this song? Love this song. Excellent song. Yo. Oh. Yeah, banger. Straight banger. 
Right there. Girl, ridiculous. I mean, I, I have to. Oh, hit. Ty <gasps> Tribute on the. Ty Tribute in GA. Yeah, what? Timberland. Killing it. This song, I'll go back to it randomly from time to time, bro. What is this? I don't even know what it means. They paved paradise, put up a parking lot. What song is this? Big Yellow Taxi. Nah, it's a hit. It's a hit. All right, we'll, we'll give it a hit. Go on next. Yeah, bang on. As soon as I hear that, bang on. <laughs> hit! Hit! hit. hit. Woo! Oh my gosh, hit! Jamelia! Jamelia! Queen of our British hearts. Hit! Oh my god. When I move, you move. Oh, Black Christina as well. Oh my gosh, a hit. Yeah, hit. This is a great song, feminist song. This one you need to get. I can't lie, I, think, I don't think this is a hit. This is not a hit. Nah, not to me. It wasn't one of Nelly's best. What one is this? No. Body is a wonderland. I don't know it, but shout out to John Mayer. Next. Oh my goodness. What? Hit. Hit. Are you serious? What is this? It's Sugar Sugar, Baby Bash and Frankie J. Don't That's know it. What's this? Oh, give me the beef, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. This is how you know you used to date white girls. Anyway, next <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, I'll let you know that this is the cover by Uncle Cracker, but the original was sung by a black man, so you take that. Yes! What? I was listening to this the other day, and I was like, this is such a good song. And such I a banger. That's the thing you weren't the original, obviously. Yes! Nah, that one would get Nah, banger. I actually can't. If I listen to that too much, we'll listen to the whole song. Oh, uh, yeah, original banger. Sugar Bear Are you, oh Are you mad? Banger. Big tune. Don't care. What's oh, this? been to the year 3000. Nah, year 3000. Yeah, yeah. Banger. I'll, I'll, hit, I'll, say, I'll say banger. Yeah, I'll say banger. Banger. Here we go. This is, this is more Nelly. Hold on. Me to purr, I need to purr. Could get to stomping in my Air Force Wars. Oh, I kind of look back. I could also. I could also This is like the Christian hit of my team. This is the best CCM song to yeah, come banger. out in the thousands. Yeah, banger. Switchfoot? Are you serious? Yeah, Switchfoot, Switch banger. Iconic. This is Will Young, Leave Right Hand. Yeah, banger. Banger. Just banger. Like yeah, banger. I think I better leave. The best. Woo! This song is the best. Banger! 
Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's mad romantic with it. I don't even know the song, but the rhythms are a banger yeah, already. This is Sway, Michael Bublé. Oh, well. Yeah, banger. What? Yes, Sorry, I shouldn't have been listening to the song when I was a kid. I got the magic stick. What? <laughs> Nah, mid. This is Don't Wanna know. Try by Frankie J. Nah, nah next. <laughs> yeah, banger. <laughs> Anything with that. Anything with <laughs> Little John, I don't care. It's a yes. I don't know. Don't know about this one. It's Matchbox 20. <laughs> Woo! Oh, this is Ba-dum. I remember this from FIFA 2004, I think. <laughs> Banger. <sighs> I don't know if I can still ramp with this one. Wait, what's this, this one? Guy, this is Kid Rock feature Sheryl Crow picture. Um, um, Kid Rock gets nothing for me, so next. Yeah. Is he the Trump one? Yeah. Bass trap, bass trap. Ah! I love yeah, that. Yeah, Banger, oh, of course. No. Don't know this one. Skip to like the middle. Nah, next. Ah, uh, nah, this. Yeah, banger. What? Avril Lavigne, bro. Ooh, I'm with you. That's where we need oh to end gosh, the whole thing. Oh my gosh, this was the best. This was one of the Standing on the bridge. This one's a terrible song. <laughs> next. Can't stop the beat. Most yeah, banger. Start the beat. Banger. Yes, Great banger. So, so, so Alicia yeah, banger. Dixon, bro. Alicia Dixon. Banger. Yeah. Yeah. This? this is blue. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, this song's good. Yeah, we'll give it. I remember all my life. The kings of karaoke. Westlife. Oh, I hate Westlife. I'm giving. I'm giving mid. mid. They had nothing but karaoke hits and oh. one move, which was modulation, followed by a standing up from their chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. What? Super banger. I love. Comedy. Maybe top ten on this list. Yeah. It's weird. I know the title. I don't think I could sing it to you. What's the song? Lost Without You, Delta Goodrum. Oh, this sounds so familiar, but I just can't remember it. Yeah. I feel like it's probably going to be a banger, but next. Sounds like a banger to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, that intro? Actually, maybe. No. <laughs> I love it. No, no, maybe. Yeah. No. Girls Aloud. Is it Girls Aloud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the Underground. Under the Underground. This one, I'll, I'll always back. It's got such a slow start, though. Wait, I think I know this. Oh, it is this Dido? It is Dido. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, this is a banger. I will go down with this shit. That's the one. What? Banger. Yeah. Yeah, banger. I don't know this one. 
Nah, but I like it already. So yeah. I, will it, I mean, it's, it's Santana, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to banger. This was a banger. No, I don't know this. Oh, sorry, seems to be the hardest word, blue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the I'll give it, I'll give it. No, it, it wasn't a good song. No, but the video was scandalous. I'm not giving, I'm not giving nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Wee! Nah, this song was a super banger. Top three on the list. Yeah. Gotta get to the drop. Yeah. What happened to them? I mean, I think that's the dream. They just had one album, innit? And that was that's what they needed because this song went clear. Remember, Jay Z got on the remix. Come on. No, this is actually Big, fun. It's the way it built as well. Trust me. This song actually was a banger. This song's good. Oh my goodness, I love this Wait, song. is this Danger High Voltage? No, it's not. Nah, I believe it's been called Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah banger. Yeah, I'm giving that a banger. Yeah. yeah. This song was mid. But I give it a banger simply because it's Rachel Stevens and I feel like she deserved no, it. No, Sweet Dreams really Elliot! Hard. Banger. I'm giving it a banger. She tried really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving it mid. This was a mid cover. Disappointing. Yeah. Next. As in, I used to be the biggest 50 Cent fan. I knew all the words. Yeah, you were. It's actually embarrassing. What? This is a banger. Oh! Make love. That's the one. The music. <laughs> what a mad song. Wait, oh, I love that? this song. Who is this? No doubt. Gwen Stefani in her Harajuku phase. Oh, I love this song, to be honest. Yeah, it's My Life is a Banger. Yeah. This is a great song. Banger. <gasps> Banger. Banger. Banger because it's Big Babes. Banger. What's this? It's simply red. I'm trying to get to the chorus. This the roots, the seed. This is yes. a great song. I don't care how much these days. Yeah, banger, banger, yeah. banger. Yeah. Like, I don't even rap with dance music like that, but yeah, this song? isn't a banger, banger. Don't care. What's this? Good Charlotte. No, I love the song. Wait, what's the song called? Oh gosh, it's Lifestyles a... of the Rich and Famous. Lifestyles yeah, yeah, yeah. The rich and the famous. Oh, yeah, banger, banger, banger. By the way, Tunde, it's gone quiet, so just you know. Oh, sorry, yeah. Don't know this. No, when I'm gone, three doors down.
Nah. Woo! Yeah, easily. Already. Banger. I don't care. If you're growling like a dog, you win. This one needs to fall into it. Oh dear. Profanity. That's what you hear. You're listening to. That's what you hear and listen. That's what you hear and yeah phenomenal what oh, this song is that terrible crazy Re- like how do we why, why are we listening to that age 14 13 as a kid why did i know at 11 all the words terrible man these are what terrible apologize for that language people don't worry i'm gonna bleep that out thanks for this you know what? I don't think I knew it, but I like this one. I'll give Nickelback some. Yeah. Oh, this is already my kind of thing. That is, is a strong intro. Yeah, this is, this is a banger already. Okay, and that, that? That, that was the last of the songs, and it started going to a, a playlist. All right, I'll give I I'll give you that. Two thousand three was it's a strong year. Good year. It's a strong year. But he, here's the thing: even the mainstream music that was a, like it was still it was still decent. Like it wasn't terrible. Like some songs weren't great, but like I'm looking at two thousand and four. Guys, we're not going down. The, we're no, not going it, down. Wasn't <laughs> as, it wasn't as good as two thousand three, but it did. Yeah, have... it wasn't. But it did have some good songs too. There's like slow two. jams, if there's any justice, through the white. Basically, that was the year that he, shall, he who shall not be named dropped. Oh yeah, that's true. But it, also had it was Kaya by Outcast. It had this love by Maroon Five. Wait, Jojo. It had, yeah, yeah, it had um, Confessions Part Two by Usher. It had Lola's theme by Shapeshifters. It had You Don't Know My Name by Lucia Keys, which is an absolute banger. It Trick had me by, Khalees. by Usher. It had Jesus Walks. It had Dip It Low by Christina Milian, Millionaire by Khalees. It had Locked Up by Akon. What? Yeah. It had Through the Wire. It had um, She Wants to Be by NRD, which I love. Wait, guys, hold up. Do you guys remember Take Me to the Clouds Above? If you're real, you know that song. Take Me to the Clouds Above. What? I don't want you back. Nezzy, do you ever remember when we went to Guadalupe? Do you remember when we went to Guadalupe? to Guadalupe and because it's a French speaking country they don't bleep out any bleep of it. the swear words and so we Bro, stood there it was so and they played with our parents standing there and it was so awkward they played F what I said word. it don't mean ish now F all the kisses it didn't mean Jack F you ho I don't want you back and like at this time like we were super we were supposed to be super sheltered so we were standing there acting like we did not know this song at all. <laughs> when I was, yeah. when in my head I was like, "Yep, I know this song very well." <laughs> can I? Can I be? Can I? I just want to say that is not even the best version of that song. Frankie's response, yeah, yeah with a response. Oh yeah, you right It is the single greatest diss song. I don't care about Ether. <laughs> I don't care about. I don't care about um, what's it called? The Adidon, bro. F you right back is okay. It's perfect. So look, this is where we're gonna end. I'll, t- I'll tell you what the one of the biggest bangers that you ah, uh, what's that goal? Now it's gonna escape me. 
Do you remember the girl's name? Sure, it begins with S H A. She's from the UK. No, 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 no. Shiesty's a legend. This girl was a one-hit wonder, but she had this song, um, and with the the rapper with the Lonsdale with the Lonsdale um jumper. I don't know why I always remember that. Yeah, what's the song? How does the song go? Ah, it's gonna escape me, but um, why can't I remember? She's like. Twitter will t- Twitter will tell me, but anyway, that's where we're, that's where we're ending the podcast. Sorry, <laughs> with I'm literally unknown hit. <laughs> yeah, with the unknown hit. Because you know, what's that verse in the Bible where Paul is like to the unknown God? This is like to the unknown hit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, because I have to remember this song because this song when it came out, and I think I, I think I had her on um, what's it? I think I had her on Facebook. This is how old school it was. So it's, oh, it's, it's a, a British. It's a British artist. No, it's a British art. It's a British artist, but she basically just had this song, which was just like it was. Was she white? It was not that white girl who rapped. No. No, it's not. No, she's not white. She's black, and she did. She did like a thing in that car park, and but she couldn't really sing, so it was really bad. Ah, uh, <laughs> do you know what? Someone, someone, someone in the comments will be able to t- like someone who's listening will be able to tell me afterwards and I'll just be annoyed that I couldn't remember it in the moment because yeah that was a tune anywho Lisa Mafia remember I told you I'm a soldier jungles of the club and it's all over it's all over it's all over Lisa take all over yeah because this was this was the period just before grime sort of took well where grime was taken off no I, I know what you mean it's i know who you're talking about i feel like she's a channel she's a channel you like legend right I don't think I don't I don't think she even got there. Chardonnay, that's it. Oh boy, <laughs> do you know that song? Yeah, no, you guys must know this song. That song, Chardonnay, oh boy, that is one of the biggest bangers of of life. Classic, oh boy, I'm feeling kind of weak. Wait, let me sing. Oh my god, someone just said, someone commented and said, this video actually makes me so happy. Like, I lost my passport on national insurance card today and then I watched this and it's like all my problems just disappeared. <laughs> True Talks, Entertainment Value is 2010, 12 stars. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, this has been Tales from the... Oh, the last thing, shout out to all the black artists, especially Cleo Soul for sending out Royal Apple Hall twice. Is it twice? Maybe more? I don't know, twice. But she's killing it. And check out Salt, S-A-U-L-T, if you haven't already. That's the collective which she may or may not be part of. But it's oh my quite gosh, dope. I love Salt. Yeah, and, and we were we were at both Burner and um, Beyonce last week. Oh, you saw Burner? How was Burner? What did, what's he uh No, he, he went through like his whole catalogue. Like he went from <coughs> his day one stuff all the way through to Love Damini. I think his performance unquestionable like he's really really amazing performer fun to watch so i would so it wasn't as tight 
but as tight as, okay but here's here's the thing so i would would i consider myself a burner boy fan yeah i think i w- kind of not like some people probably are but i'd say i'm sort of a fan so to me i think it's the first like maybe three or four tracks on african giant mm-hmm. i just love love what's the first three i can't remember but many people that we're gonna die ah tune here comes the african giant what <laughs> banger and then into anybody that song is a stupid banger yeah, 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 yeah. No, listen, there, i played so much to be honest last year yeah. guess who i saw guys i saw my favorite carefree black girl who i saw oh Kalise. Kalise. and she Hello. did millionaire mama i'm a millionaire me. she did um i'm bossy I'm the first elephant on the chair. Well, she did like a really snippet from that. And she, she did, did I Hate You So Much Right Now, right? Yeah, Go she did that. And she did the self-love you gave up the key. Um, and Did she do Trick Me? Yeah, she did Trick Me. Trick Me is what, one of the, that was one of my favorite beats at the time. Whoa. Um, great. And she literally looked like she's ageless as well. Like, I know all these yeah, she looks the same. And stuff, but she, she looks literally exactly the same. Is so gorgeously flawless and ages. I I just love Kelly's. So across the tracks is worth it. I saw yeah? Matego and I saw who else did I see? Jeremy, Do, uh, Domi and JD Beck. Domi and JD Beck. I saw Ezra Collective. Ezra Collective were amazing. Shout out to a British band. Shout out to Ezra Collective. Ezra Collective were amazing. Anderson Pack. I kind of briefly walked past, but I don't really stay for him. People would be mad at that. But anyway. Well, yeah, my husband's an Anderson Pack. Fan, but I want it. he's on the same time as Khalees and yeah it's just no brainer <laughs> I hear it um, but yeah no I, I think it's a it's a great season for black art, artists um, oh do you know who I saw this bits. week I saw Beyonce's <laughs> band <laughs> I not saw Beyonce sorry Beehive I saw her band popped up they popped up at um, a members club somewhere um, yeah they were sick but do you know what's <clears throat> oh no I can't say this on the podcast well then, don't. <laughs> if in doubt, don't. No. Can I? The hive is not a, a group of people. That no, no, no. It's not. No, it's nothing to do with them. They can't get mad at. They can't. There's nothing to do with Beyonce. No, because actually, what I what I was gonna say is that, like, about Beyonce, bro. That old like her old female band, like her new band is killing. Obviously, they're amazing. But her all female band, called. I love that band. Um, I don't know because I used to watch some of the clips online. But I especially love Dangerously in Love. That is my tune. I'm so in love with you. You sent me do, 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 on Beyonce Experience. What? Listen, I, so we went on Tuesday and I was like, ah, oh, you know, it would be nice for us to go. I'm not that big a fan. Was I sat down at any point? <laughs> I, this man was doing single ladies' dust. <laughs> so I was doing the uh-ohs on. <laughs> I... T- I think I might be in the beehive. I didn't realize it. Oh I think no! I oh no! She's the greatest singer ever. Wow. <laughs> okay. Me personally, we're I, not, I've been watching. Me, I tell you, there's, if there's one thing we're not going to do, is we're not going to do that. However, <laughs> what I will, what I will say though, is that from a musician standpoint, like you, even if you don't really like Beyonce like that, you can't deny that she's a no, you bad boy singer. Like she, she is. I've heard bad. people say things like, I t- someone the other day, 
<laughs> on Twitter is the worst for musical takes. The worst. They tried to, someone was like, Taylor Swift being the best as an example of white privilege and white mediocrity. And someone yeah. was I'm like... Not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that take either, but go on. Fine. I mean, I think Taylor Swift is actually a musician. Like, she does. Nah, she can, she can sing and play. Like, I watch her tiny mm, disc. Watch her tiny disc. She's not mediocre. She's not... She's just okay to me. But like, I, like someone said, Taylor Swift, the, the reason people think Taylor Swift can't sing is because she's an alto. Okay, no. No, 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 no. And I was like, honey, no, 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 no. Tony Braxton is like the lowest of the lowest of pop star's voice and no one has ever accused her of not being able to sing. Exactly. But sorry, what I would... And I was saying that basically compared to Beyonce, they were like, oh, like she can outsing Beyonce. And I was like... Outrageous. Wait, who can outsing Beyonce? Taylor Swift. And I was like, okay, I was like, this is what... Um, I'll be real, there's not Donald a black sing- there's not a white singer out there that can... There's, you know, yeah, there's just not, none of them can. It's just not... Barely any. I would... You know what I'm saying? I think, because I think, honestly, because I've said it on the podcast, I've said this for ages. To me, the she's the best mainstream singer. Like, the like we're talking top, top of the, like, artists that are really, like, like, the superstar oh. artist. She's, oh, yeah, undoubtedly. To me, clear, yeah. she's, like, the best one, like, in yeah. terms of, like, singing ability. Definitely. You mean alive, currently alive? Yeah, 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 alive, alive, yeah, okay, alive. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But like, yeah, and yeah. But that's the thing. I think at that at that point, it gets to a a, a taste thing, because I personally would prefer Whitney, but I could like if someone was to wanted to make an argument that they were on par, I couldn't really. Vocally. Actually, no. I think Whitney's. I think Whitney would pick up. Yeah, like, but Whitney, that's because Whitney is literally one of the greatest. Like to me, she's like top three voices we've ever heard and will ever hear ever. Great. I I still maintain my feeling is that. Beyonce's later albums are a lot better than her older ones. I honestly, I don't think some of the older ones I can't listen straight through. There's too many songs I would have to skip. That's so interesting. Because there's, there's people out there that would say the opposite. Yeah, I know there's people that would say the opposite. But honestly, for me, the last three albums have been like just a whole lot better for me personally. I think her f- first, yeah, I just, I, I skipped, I could skip. Even Lemonade album, which I know is like, uh, you're not allowed to say that, but honestly, for me, I much prefer Renaissance to Lemonade. But Lemonade, Lemonade was about. But anyway, all yeah, I'm no, all, all, all I all I'm all I'm gonna say is, you know, it's like what Jackie Hill Perry's. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, 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 because no, because real talk. I'm no. We did we actually did a whole Bible study about this. It was actually super. It was super interesting where we actually netted out, but. All I can say is I rate her as a singer. I think her band are incredible. Her um, whole team, her whole team. Yeah, yeah, the, the BVs, the whole thing, the whole... No, I'm, I'm like, I'm talking all the way from the stage managers. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. The, she's she's only hired the best. Now, that, the cleanness of transitions, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, everyone said that. Everyone said it's like a show like no other. Oh, uh, yeah, like... I felt I felt bad for Bernard because I had to correct catch myself from being like yeah, but they're not the same. Um, they're not. It's no like, absolutely it's not. not it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, the yeah. same kind same of vibe. vibe. I had yeah. I had to catch myself because I was comparing. Someone played that video of the prophet saying the thing about Beyonce. No, let's not do that. Let's not do <laughs> that. Thing. Y'all think y'all part of that lady beehive? No, but here's the thing. No, here's the thing. All I'm gonna say. Listen, I ain't gonna talk down on. I ain't talking about. 
I'm not even going to try and talk down the prophet. I'm going to try and talk down. The no, 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 I'm not. Because you know, what? all I'm, I'm saying about is African spirituality on YouTube, and it was a pastor talking. Like, not I'm not one of these cray cray pastors, but she's 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 Nigerian. It's definitely, definitely, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. and I don't agree with everything I, she said, but some of the stuff she said, I was like, okay, I hear your point. All I will say is Christians, you know what I'm saying? Read First Corinthians 10, come to your own conclusions in it. Do your research. Do your own research. Everybody else, enjoy the show, whatever. Um, but the the way our platform is, our podcasting hosting platform is set up, we don't have any more time. So <laughs> that's been Tales on the Plantation, volume 52. I'm your host, Harry Tubman. We also had Nezi and Tunde with us. Um, follow us on Instagram at Tales on the Plantation. Twitter at Plantation Tales, Facebook Tales on the Plantation. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you didn't find this. Go look somewhere else and you find us as well. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for listening. We'll see you again next month. Peace out. Goodbye. Bye. You can't break my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Release the river. Release the river. Release the river. Release them. Release us. Release them. <laughs> Yo, do you not remember that? That thing was hilarious. Do you know? Do you know? What I'm sad I didn't get in when we were talking about the, bringing the Dizzy Rascal on. Oh, what was Dave Chappelle being like? Where is Ja? What's that? You know when Dave Chappelle's like, um, at some random moment they bring Ja Rule on to talk about politics. Like, oh. <laughs> I have never at any point. Oh my goodness. The, the, the president's just dropped a bomb. My first thought is, where is Ja? <laughs> I love Do you know what, though? I just clocked. Ja Rule. Is that name, is Ja supposed to signify God? Yeah, God Rule. These rappies really be using up God's name, you know? Yeah, but he's saying, he's not saying he rules, he's saying God rules. You ain't heard the titles of his albums. Rule three thirty six. Well, what's three thirty six? That's one of his albums. But it's, it's it's quite no. It's just quite interesting that a lot of like there's so much God imagery. But I guess that's because rap, because of rap. No, but that's probably to do, also to do with rap and five um, percent nation of God. Yeah. Earth. There's a lot of links between you still, that. You still not stopped the recording. This is wild. Oh, oh yeah. Well, let, let the people here. If you guys remember the truth behind hip hop, yeah, Craig Lewis. <laughs> yeah, no, the thing is, I tell you what, though, I tell you what, this is going to be a controversial opinion. I think, I think he had he had a point. He had some good points, but it's just he wrapped it around so much nonsense so that much it was nonsense. hard to. That's the point. And the thing is, some of the stuff, for example, even with Beyonce, and I still listen to Beyonce, right? But some of the stuff that's well, been said about hell. Beyonce, you're on hell now. And African spirituality. It's not mad. Like, some of the stuff is mad. But some of it's not mad. Like, she does do a lot of references to Ushin and Ogun and, like, Yemaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so it's stuff. whether you believe in that or, and whether you believe that's going to have an impact on you, right? That's, yeah, exactly. Like, But she clearly, like, she engages with that stuff. If you feel like that's... If you're cool with that, then you're cool with that. If you're not, then you're not. Yeah, you're not. Like, my thing is, if if someone was Hindu... Like if a, if an artist was Hindu and engaged with their Hindu gods and still put out good music, are you going to go to their concert? And if you are, then why would you? Why would you not be? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you Beyonce? go to Beyonce? Like, yeah. To me, right. it just feels like people treat African spirituality as like this weird demonic stuff. Which is interesting. Yeah. Which compared is compared yeah. to other religions. But if someone was Hindu, like how many Asian people?